0: Avatars usually come when everything is not going right, for a profound correction of humanity, to straighten the path, Sai Baba especially. There is no way to predict his actions even if you wanted to. When I wrote my very first and last letter to him, I asked him then, please, all those who will come to me, let them receive a blessing from you at once. A month later I received a reply, Baba has read your letter personally. That was the reply. He gave his blessing to the request. Hello, Imram. Our questions today are related to the amazing phenomenon of the avatars, the avatar Satya Sai Baba in particular. Tell us about Sai Baba. Do you know who he is? He said thus, you called for me, so I came. You should not understand this literally, but in a volumetric, philosophical, ecumenical way. The fact is that several thousand years ago, the sages, knowing that there would be difficult times and people would degenerate, appealed to the High, the Infinite, the Eternal, to come down for correction.
1: Then Baba came.
0: The second reason why He came is that avatars usually come when everything is going wrong. Every 2500 to 3000 years, great avatars come for a profound correction of humanity, to straighten the path. The last avatar of this kind, if you don't count Shirdi Sai, His past incarnation, was Master Jesus. He came to make the correction. He has come to mend the way. That's what He said. Before Him, the one who ordained Him, John the Baptist, shouted to the Pharisees, to the black magicians and to all the demons in human bodies, make straight the way of the Lord. He denounced them as well. Jesus came and left knowledge.
1: Before Jesus there was Krishna, the last major avatar.
0: Before Krishna, there was Rama, in fact, there were ten avatars. Sai Baba is the avatar of Shiva Shakti, it is the greatest power in the history of mankind, you could say. There will be no such power for at least the next 600 years.
1: He has come to help
0: mankind get out of the place we are in. The third main reason he came, as he said, I want you to understand that God is very close to you. So I came in the form of a person with whom you can eat, chat, ask questions. But in doing so, you forget who is actually sitting next to you. But I am close to you. I have come to you to give you some knowledge about what God is really like. I want you to understand that I am very close to you, as close as possible. There were times when there were not so many people yet, so it was possible to sit and eat next to him, chat, ask questions, joke around. He's a really great humorist.
1: His jokes are always very enlightening, and without
0: foul language, by the way.
1: I tell a lot of people about it,
0: this is a joke that many of you know. For those who don't know, I'll repeat the story, it's all from reality.
1: A group from Ufa arrived one day,
0: about 20 or 30 people, maybe more, men, women, they had come to Puttaparthi for the first time, a large group, it is a whole town, Puttaparthi is a town, The ashram is the place where everyone moves in. You can live there, there's a hotel complex, like here, a small town. But there's also a separate mandir. A mandir is a place where everyone gathers and receives darshan, that is, the opportunity to see Baba. They met some Russian guy who had been hanging around there for one and a half or two years. But Baba had said to him, don't hang around here, after two months go home, communicate with people, pass on your spiritual strength, serve the world. But someone is getting hung up, they don't want to work. They rent out their flats back home and live like kings in Puttaparthi with his 15 to 20 thousand a month, because everything is cheap there. He met them, oh, you have a big group. They responded, yes, what's your name? Let's say his name was Anatoly. Oh, we're from Ufa. Good, that's it, Baba has brought you together. Now you will. And he began to tell them what Baba would do with them. There are such self-ordained experts who decide for Baba very often. He says that he's been here for one and a half, two years and I already feel Sai Baba very well. The ego has begun to awaken in him. Baba says, first, love my uncertainty. This applies to all masters in general, Sai Baba especially. There is no way to predict his actions, even if you wanted to. What's more, he instigates everything himself right from the start. And the second very important thing he said is, I don't work through the contactees. Any person on earth, in the universe, has my personal interaction with them. Sai Baba has one of the greatest qualities of an avatar, one of the qualities. He has twenty-five aspects of the Absolute, maybe more. Aspect sixteen is that He has the ability of being within the heart of every human being, every living being. Hence, when you practice, if you address Sai Baba as Shiva Shakti, He hears you. Even the very act of addressing Him is a blessing. They possess the ability to address Him, having found out about Him. Grace is also about merely hearing about Sai Baba. A person who has heard of Sai Baba once and moved on with his or her life, forgetting him, comes to liberation after eleven lifetimes, even without doing anything else. This is described in the ancient Puranas. If you turn to him, pray, practice Kriya. Our Kriya, as you have heard or read, is the Sai Babaji Kriya. I give exactly that kind of practice. I receive Shaktipad from Satya Sai Baba too. That is why there is internal work connected to him. This is a very important point. The sixteenth quality of the Absolute is to be within everyone's heart, seeing, hearing, understanding at once this conversation, each and every one of you, all your aspirations, all your needs, all your fears, all of you, absolutely anyone. And not just a person, people from other civilizations too, from the subtle worlds, came to Him for darshans, Demons and asuras were sitting in the hall and on the subtle planes. Everyone was getting darshan, darshan is a blessing, an opportunity to communicate or see Him. Absolutely everyone received the same treatment. But this guy got a bit proud, he says, I know Baba will choose you for an interview. I mean, he decided for Baba that Baba will do it. It is Sai Baba himself who decides that. They say, that would be great, of course. He says, I'm telling you, Baba will definitely choose you for an interview. There were a lot of other Sai Ram disciples there too. They go, you can't say that, Baba decides himself. He says, look, I'm a medium, I know, I have visions, I have a direct link to Baba. Anyway, the guy got carried away. They started arguing, people who come there are sitting, standing, sipping from coconuts, eating ice cream, doing something else, listening to it. It's both unbelievable and pleasing on the one hand.
1: This guy got carried away to the
0: point where he says, come on, let's have a bet. If Baba doesn't interview the whole group tomorrow, I'll do the laundry for a month for the whole group. There are 30 to 40 of them in this group. He got absolutely carried away. It's hot in Puttaparthi, it's India. They are wearing white clothing, it gets soiled very quickly. It's not easy to do laundry there either. There are services though, the locals do the laundry. Do you know how they do laundry in India? Girls, women would hand over their beautiful, expensive saris, And then they saw the Indians doing their laundry. The sari is twisted up and beaten against a rock like this for 15 minutes.
1: Holes appear, it's almost
0: coming apart at the seams. It's a little different now. Since 2003 things have been very serious. Do you know what kind of irons they have? Charcoal irons, old ones. The best part is, they iron so skillfully, not a single hole appears.
1: Anyway, he says, I'll do the laundry. He was enraged.
0: They tell him, look, calm down, it's okay, don't say things like that. You know that in Puttaparthi Baba decides by Himself. The next day, miraculously, as a matter of the absolute impossible, they were indeed on their way to an interview. The whole group, men and women, there were 15 to 20 women, about the same number as men. As a rule, there are more women at retreats, too. They got to the front of the line, the first row. This is completely impossible.
1: If it wasn't for Baba, they wouldn't have gotten there.
0: There's a very complicated selection process. In short, they get to the front row, Baba pulls out or walks out, he walks or drives a golf cart, moving straight towards the men. He usually starts with the men, then he heads to the women's side, then back to the men's side again, etc. Everyone understands that he's going straight to this group. The guy who promised an interview sits with them. Naturally, their breath was taken away. The guy goes, I told you, now he's going to ask how many people you have, answer in English. Fifteen women, twenty men, and Baba will say, go.
1: The whole group gets up and walks
0: together to the room behind the veranda. Baba approaches, the whole hall is still, all of them waiting. He leans over this guy and says to him in Russian, go, do laundry.
1: That's an interesting story, and there are plenty of them. There are many, but they are the most interesting.
0: A Hindu woman sits, praying, Rama, 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 Rama. She was praying, Baba passed by, she was with her eyes closed, I must do the laundry, Rama, Rama. That's what Baba did, she sat up, reciting. He came up and took the rosary from her and, copying her teasingly, said, Rama, Rama, I must do the laundry. I was told that after Sai Baba left his body, his image came to you sometimes. Does he give you any advice on what could be done? What could be done by me or by him? By everybody?
1: Yes, sure. That was
0: not just an image of Sai Baba, it was Sai Baba himself, but in the subtle body. Yes, he came and gave instructions in the work, the activities that are going on now. He blessed a lot of people. Moreover, I will say that all the people who come to the seminars, who have come, are coming and will come, they are all under the protection of Sai Baba.
1: They had all received a blessing beforehand,
0: because when He was giving me the blessing, He came to me in a subtle body took me to the interview room in India and said, you have enough knowledge, go into the world. I told him, I wouldn't do anything without you. Then all the people who will come, may they be blessed by you. He gave his blessing. I did the same thing on the physical plane. Simply put, you and your parents and all the people here, those who have been and those who are coming, All receive Sai Baba's blessing beforehand.
1: Naturally, their lives will
0: turn out exactly as they should, for the greater good. They will be happy in the end, for sure. I turn to Baba. Baba, everyone is asking me to pray for them, to turn to you. I just can't keep up with the number of people in my head anymore, it's a huge list. Dagestan alone is a real challenge. I addressed him in a letter,
1: I wrote a letter, he took it, telepathically. I also asked
0: him then, please, all those who will come to me with a request, you know them, you send them, let them receive a blessing from you right away. He gave his blessing to that request.
1: So, that's the way it is.
0: Very good question from you. Well done. This is the best question of the whole satsang. Don't overdo it with the praise, he'll ask for dessert. Dessert? Sure, I'm always handing out sweets. Children love me because I say, eat sweets before food.
1: Why did Sai Baba
0: take request letters from people? When you write your request, you crystallize it. When you write a letter, Baba says, I'm already reading it. But you, in your own mind, still bring it to me in the hope that I should take it and read it after all. So I take it and read it. While the whole ashram slept, Sai Baba read letters all night. He really did read them. He scanned some of the letters right away. I've witnessed many times that he has served such a pile of letters. Let's say that there is a group from Italy,
1: there are 50 letters, a stack of them. He takes it like this and throws it back. There is some nastiness
0: contained in this letter. If he takes it, he blesses it, you see, he scans it immediately. He sat there and read as he had promised. I personally know that when I wrote my first and last letter to him, it was 2002, I did my ablutions, practiced. I was still living in Dagestan, in Mahachkala, waited until everyone had gone to bed, put his image in a candle, entered the state. And began to write what I wanted. There was almost nothing about me there. Everything was mostly about people, about situations, about spiritual practice as well. I realized that what I was writing, he was already reading it.
1: It was felt so clearly. But
0: nevertheless, I sealed the letter and mailed it to the ashram address.
1: A month later, I got a reply. Amazingly.
0: Shri Satya Sai Baba Ashram Trust, Baba has personally read your letter. That was the reply. There's a service that works like this. And those letters I used to bring with me, people would give them to me on the way. Every time we went away, every year, and sometimes several times, people know we are going, they say, please take a letter, to ask for a sick person, for mom, for dad, something else. We picked them up, I had a stack of letters like this. I managed to give it to him, of course. Apart from giving away the letters, I also got a samadhi there. This was a separate occasion. Why did you say we missed His coming? Missed? Yes. Not you, people as a whole, millions of people, many who do not believe. God was on Earth and people are just doing weird, primitive things in life. There was God on Earth. He's still here now, he hasn't gone anywhere, he's just in a subtle body. The other thing is that when we don't know anything about him, we don't even try to understand what's going on. We live in some simple, common, primitive ways. Of course it's sad. But all in all, human evolution is now growing intensively, and thanks to you too. One day Sai Baba announced that he had broken both his legs. He had indeed broken his legs in a strange way. He supposedly slipped, but in reality, he did it himself. Both his legs are broken, in three places at the hip and in two places at the femoral neck. In fact, you can't walk with a fracture like that, no one walks anymore after that, especially a supposedly elderly body. But I know he got back on his feet in two or three days after the operation. The operation was conducted in this way. He had done it without anesthesia, by screwing in titanium pins. He's not a human being, really. He was also running the operation, lying down. But the doctors say, Baba, you need to walk, you need to be helped somehow, your legs are broken, what should we do? The doctors wanted to express their love this way, he agreed. He refused at first, then agreed to the operation.
1: I think on the fourth
0: day after the operation, I personally saw him come out of the interview room. He came out so carefully, and for some reason there was no car, his golf cart, The chauffeur didn't make it back in time or something. And so, there was silence in the hall, he was coming down the stairs. And we saw him walk away from the center of the Mandir Hall slowly, past the women. No one was moving and he walked away. It's impossible. He controls the processes of pain, a complete detachment from the body. There are so many amazing cases like this. Have you seen him give birth from the lingam? Do you know what it takes to give birth to a lingam? He gathers atoms belonging to gold from space by the power of consciousness in his stomach, and this molten mass with a temperature of over a thousand degrees is inside him. He lifts it up consciously through his mouth, and here it crystallizes into a big lump of gold, 150 to 200 grams maybe. It is impossible to do. During the creation of the lingam, as the symbol of the universe, a symbol of unity, the symbol of the I-Am principle. Every time he gave birth to the lingam, he gave people a chance for the next life. His body temperature heated up to about 400 degrees each time. Where are 37, 39, 40, and where is 400? Where are all the things that Sai Baba materialized? Some of the things He created He then dematerialized. They don't belong to anyone, these archetypes are very serious emitters of power.
1: Some He ordered to be taken
0: to some sacred places on the planet, I know that he told his closest spiritual devotee, a disciple, to take and hide two skulls in a secret place in the Himalayas. Have you heard the story about the skulls?
1: No? Good then. Those things that
0: He created He gave away to some people when needed, and they are now kept in some holy places, in India, in ashrams. Some lingam, pendants, or some items He has materialized due to some circumstances are dematerialized. Statuettes, murtis were given to someone. It was up to him to decide. For example, he materialized a very large diamond to Messing at one time. Wolf Messing was his devotee. Everyone was after this diamond, the ring, a huge one, 20 carats. This ring can't be stolen or taken away or anything, because this is the ring God Himself bestowed, it is blessed. When Messing died, it disappeared without a trace, it is dematerialized. There is Avatar Lahiri Mahasaya, there is Yuktashvargiri as well. Is Sai Baba an avatar too? What is the difference? There are different levels of avatars. For example, let's say Jesus Christ possessed seven or eight cities, He had powers, enormous universal powers, but in fact the greatest power is love. Sai Baba has 25 aspects of the Absolute, they are described in the Vedas, the 16th quality I have already mentioned. Yogiraj Shyama Dev Sarman Lahiri Mahasaya is the incarnation of Jnana Avatar. This is a high spirit who has achieved liberation, and he was an immense amount of mighty power in the direction of
1: omniscience. This is a
0: tremendous power. Yogananda is prema avatar, it is believed, he brought love to the people. There was also a great power, but more the direction of love. Yuktashvargiri was the Jnana avatar, Lahiri Mahasaya was the yoga avatar. Of course, that is also knowledge, there is knowledge in both, for sure. This is how they are divided, basically they have both in them. Because Yuktashvar was also very compassionate towards all living beings. Did he also have a connection with the on-high? Naturally. What do you want to figure out? Please formulate the question so that you understand my answer to it. Because I can tell you, but you won't understand. So it's about the degree of immersion and unity with the Absolute. Yes, yes. There is simply a certain shade of His being here on Earth. For example, there is a rainbow. When you look at the rainbow, you like the color purple. Some people like yellow, some like orange. Basically, you know it's a rainbow, but you're closer to that particular vibrancy for some reason. It's the same here. It is the incarnation of God, but with a little emphasis, a small highlight, but in general, He is all that. Just a little bit from their own angle. Does it mean that the practice never ends? Basically, it is impossible to grasp the immensity. If you are released from the shackles of attachment of Mrityur Loki, the earthly plane, and no longer incarnate here, but you find yourself in another world, and there already exists in the heavenly worlds, for example, there are still higher worlds. Masters who have attained complete liberation reach the Absolute, and then, returning from it, They no longer come to the earth, but remain in the causal plane. Yukteswar himself said that he had attained complete unity, but disassociated himself from it. That is, keeping that unity, he moved away from it and moved on to the causal plane. He visits the higher astral worlds, supervises, guides and teaches, because there are worlds of wisdom in which we function too. Apart from satsangs and practice, there are other levels of consciousness with which you practice. They come to our seminars as well. We invite them to come here. If they are high spirits, they continue to be nurtured at higher levels. But for you, they are supporters, they pray for you and are present here. Or they are very high-level Mahasiddhis who come here to help you. I'm not saying all this to somehow add value or elevate myself here. I hope you realize that. I'm just sharing with you what happens so that you can understand how it goes in general. Absolutely not. As it was, so it is. It seems a little immodest, but I can't afford to understate it if I've already started explaining it. Or then it is better not to talk about that at all. Fine, I won't do it at all. No, tell me. What was the sacred meaning of Avatar breaking both legs? Thanks for reminding me. The information is vast, I got carried away. Baba said, I broke both my legs, now mankind will evolve faster.
1: He said the following, people's consciousness
0: in general is at a kindergarten level now. I broke both my legs, now consciousness will grow more rapidly, people will develop faster, become wiser. This is a sacrifice. It turns out that even the avatar who came here still makes some kind of sacrifice, some kind of compensation. Are pictures of Sai Baba a talisman? Any picture of Sai Baba is a talisman if you contribute to it in this way. Sometimes, even if you're not invested in it, it still is. This is because Avatars' photos are not ordinary ones. You can communicate to them, you can talk to him, but he might not be able to answer right away. Sometimes it's out of curiosity, sometimes there just isn't enough patience. Suppose Baba says, Why did you turn away from me? I was about to answer you. Then he describes the situation where it happened. If only this person had waited a minute. Oh, it doesn't work then, he says.